What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition, and you are tuned in to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in as always. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm going to be doing some talking about myself. That is how we start the show. If you listen all the time, you already know that. But yeah, so if you're just here to hear about Earth Gang, which I'm happy that you found us. If you are, there will be a timestamp in the YouTube video and there will be a beat that you will hear. And that's when the show is going to start. But If you are a weekly follower and you tune in every week, please go to patreon.com slash kinda neat and you can pledge and help keep the lights on around here. Pledge a dollar a show. That's about $4 a month. If we're on a good month, most of the time, let's keep it a hundred. It's only about two bucks a month. But yeah, if you want to support us, Ben and I would be very grateful for that. And we thank you if you are supporting us and let's keep going. So yeah, like I said, this week we have Earth Gang on. They have been one of our most requested guests um, as of late, ever since having JID on. Jid, shout out Jid, shout out Spillage Village. The YouTube videos, we always get comments saying, when's Earth Gang coming on? When's Earth Gang coming on? So we finally got them on. Couldn't be happier. Two cool motherfuckers that were very easy to talk to, very informative podcast, open and easy conversation, and I always love when that happens because not only does it make my job easy, but I'm sure it makes listening to the podcast easy. So couldn't give more praises to uh, Earth Gang and Spillage Village as a whole. Really fuck with their whole movement. Oh, fuck with the movement. I'm trying to build, fam. But anyway, we were on a little break again. I'm always apologizing for hiatuses, as you know. But that is because I was in Japan for the last two weeks on a snowboarding excursion, which I know is some super broed out shit. But what can you do? I was raised in Alaska. I like to snowboard. And in talking to professional snowboarders that we photographed over the years, I always ask them, like, where's the best snow at? If you had your druthers, where would you go snowboard at? They always say Japan. So as luck would have it, a couple years ago when I went to Australia, I met a homie out there named Dylan. Shout out Dylan. He's also the homie that redid the the new Kinda Neat logo, which you guys can see at kindaneat.net, which is a fully redesigned website that looks fantastic and very um, presentable and easy to navigate now. So yeah, my homie Dylan was like, oh, you know, I have a mate out in Japan that got a hotel and it's in Hakuba, and they like know the mountains like the back of their hands, and we could go stay there for free. And I said, wow, that sounds too good to be true. Let's do that. And then I managed to find a flight for very cheap, like using airline miles. And so I, for all intents and purposes, it was a free flight out there. And then we had a free room reward. Shout out to OzSnow.com. Shout out to my man, Lee. There's another Lee out there. Treated us very kindly. And... The trip was fantastic. Some of the best terrain I've ever experienced in my life. Like when they talk about the snow in Japan, it was astounding. It was uh, light and fluffy and it was dumping for three days at a time. And then the weather clears up for one day and there's a bluebird and you kind of have a day off from all the stress of the snow and low visibility. And then it's right back to the powder. And I mean, the whole time we're just riding through waste deep snow and trees and and just like some of the deepest powder runs that I've ever taken in my life that were like when I was a kid I used to have like snowboarding dreams sometimes as kooky as that sounds and these were that you're just like floating you can't feel any you can't feel any of the snow surface beneath your feet you're just kind of like floating on top of it and it's it was amazing That being said, it wasn't really a Japanese vacation so much. It was more of like an Australian vacation with a Japanese mountain backdrop because 
everybody in Hakuba is Australian people. Skiing and snowboarding is apparently not that huge of an industry in Japan. So what happens is it's only a two-hour time difference between Japan and Australia, but it's opposite seasons because of the hemispheres. So in Japan, it's winter right now, but in Australia, it's summer. And with a quick eight-hour flight, these guys can go from like 100-degree weather in Australia right now just to like banging, dumping, puking snow in Japan. And they don't have any jet lag or anything. Me, it's about a 24-hour journey from the time that I leave my apartment in Los Angeles to when I finally like got into a bed in Japan. Uh, because once you land in Narita, there's waiting around for your group and then you hop on a bus and it's another five hours. So it was a long fucking day, but I, I powered through the jet lag. I stayed awake even with the 17 hour time difference. And I got up the first morning that we were there and rode and we rode every day after that pretty much. I think we only took mm, one or two days off in the whole 10 that I was there. Um, but it, yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, and having the dudes that work there season round that just know the mountains like the back of their hand, like they were pretty much just pointing and then and every run was like all time epic shit that like I would have never found had I just like gone there on my own. You know what I mean? It was amazing. And hopefully I'll do it again in the future one day. If I do, I'll probably get it, take a different snowboard. And rather than riding just like an all mountain board, I'll get a, one of those like fishtail powder specific boards, which I've always thought were like so goofy looking. But now after riding snow like that, I'm like, oh, I understand why you would need one of those because uh, it's probably a lot less work to keep your nose above the snow. But yeah, I'm back and we got a lot of episodes lined up and the site has been redesigned and um, I'm looking forward to it. I, I finally feel like, even though it's the middle of fucking February, I feel like I'm finally done with all the holidays and like back in work mode and, uh, you know, ready to grind it out this year, fam. Nah, I'm feeling very inspired with the website redesigned and with some of the guests that we have coming up and just, I'm doubling down on our curation where like I'm really going to stop worrying about the guests metrics that I have on. I'm going to stop worrying so much about like, oh, I think this person's popping or is about to pop. And I'm going to like really just be looking for music that I like and trying to get the people who make songs that I'm super impressed with uh, on the show. And so... You know, I have a feeling that this year there'll be a lot more R&B acts on and singers, singer-songwriters. I'm going to try to, like, diversify a little bit, but also we're going to have tons of great rappers just like uh, Earth Gang today. Um, just because I have a new—I'm kind of feeling rejuvenated with, like, listening to music and finding music. And then um, with this content that I'm that I'm uh, working on with Skull Candy, I'm making them, like, playlists every week uh, over on SkullCandy.com, which you can go check out. And that's really like making me pay a lot more attention to new music that's coming out than I have in the last couple of years. And so I think um, shit that I'm finding as I'm scouring the internet, looking for music to put on playlists every week is really going to open some doors to guests that we get on here. So all of that is good news um, for me as uh, the the purveyor of this of this program, but also hopefully for you guys as listeners. Um, that being said, I think a lot of people that are going to be on the show this year, you probably will not have heard of 
uh, or hopefully you haven't heard of yet, but I hope that every song that ends up on the on the channel, you guys will give a really good listen and a really um, objective listen and not be like, oh, this isn't what I expected because I don't care what you expect. Like, I just want you to listen to shit and be like, oh, yeah, this is like certifiably dope because that's, that's my, I'm doubling down this year on that of like really dialing in the, the curation and I'm not going to really like worry as much about the views while everybody else is worrying about the views and I know that's the smarter route to do it. I'm really going to just like worry really hard about the music this year and that is kind of my intention i suppose so but then again you're still going to see like some fucking favorites returning and and the consistency is always going to be there so yeah anyhow without further ado i'm going to get into my conversation with doc and johnny venus from uh, earth gang spillage village bears like this too much dropped at the end of last year and if you've not heard that you should our man jid jid is on that um it has a couple of or maybe three or four like really great verses and songs on that compilation tape as well features like Boz and j cole like there are that's not that album that that record has some joints and so um yeah without any further ado here's my conversation with earth gang how long you guys known each other since since high school high school it's probably been like it was a minute ago it was like 10, 12 years wow and did you guys immediately start working together no we was just hanging out for a long time and like we had like a a squad of niggas we should just hang with and then we had a squad of niggas that we knew all wrapped around us and then we was trying to make that a thing and then we we talked about several different things before we just ended up being Earth Gang we talked about doing that for a while for a little while there was talk going around of like a super Atlanta group that was supposed to be happening of niggas that was our age, you know what I'm saying, coming out of high school, 08, 09. And then, goddamn, that didn't really take off. And then it was a whole, it was a whole, uh, so eventually what it just came down to, we we both end up at the same school after high school. We was in, and then that shit's really when it solidified. Like, we was just, it was us two. Right. And it was just, you know, it was like, fuck it, let's just do it. And then... Jib was kind of telling me about that. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we met Jib. We met Jib that freshman year in college. What school was that? That was in Hampton. Okay, know, yeah, up yeah. in Virginia. Right. And uh, first year, you know what I'm saying, first one of the first niggas we meet that we working with is Jib and then Hollywood JB. Uh-huh. And they've been down since since then. You know what I'm saying? That's early. You know what I'm saying? I was 17 when I met J. 18 when I first remember working with JB. Uh, but I probably met him at 17 too. You know what I'm saying? But like that was that was a minute ago. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then we uh, then we uh, I mean, we basically just started perfecting yeah. our craft throughout college. You know what I'm saying? Like we both yeah. had our our majors and what we was majoring in them. But like night right. school was this. Night school and day school was this for yeah, real, I for real. Really, like, yeah. I mean, we both graduated, whatever. We got our stuff, we got our shit, got our knowledge. But like, this was like I the ain't learned nothing in college. You know what I'm saying? I said it every time. I don't give a fuck what nobody said about me. That's true. I didn't. I knew, I knew everything. I learned is in, in school. I learned this in school. I'm not saying don't go to school. I learned a lot of shit in high school. I when I got to college, I was not challenged at all. Really? No, fuck that. I I kind of felt the same way in college. Like I was just retaking classes. I had taken high school. Stupid as shit. Now my major was psychology, so maybe that had mm. something to do with it. But 
I, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I learned more about my life and myself in high school than any other point of my life. Like, mm. my, our high school was, like, really, like, it was like a nigga-ass high school. Like, it was like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's on the west side. It's like mm-hmm. all the... Of Atlanta. Yeah, of Atlanta. Yeah. It's like all, all our teachers was black, and, like, a lot of our teachers was, like, you know what I'm saying, either either with the nation or, you know what I'm saying, we had a few that was ex-Panthers. We had a few that was really? just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's in Atlanta, so it's, like, it's in a historically black part of the city, too, like, not, right. not too far from... So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not too far from, like, where a lot of shit, a lot of civil rights shit went down, but, like, it was just... But the school was just in, in a, like, close to all of that shit. Right. So our like our our upbringing and like everything like they they was going out of the way like to teach nigga shit like right. the dumbest nigga in our school was still like you be a street nigga and say whatever you want about him but like he still gonna know more than a lot of niggas in a lot of other places and that's just you know what I'm saying that's just a packet we came from. The so, last episode we just had this dude on Deontay Hitchcock from South South. Oh Atlanta. shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys know Deontay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we know that nigga. Hey, he's man. a good dude. Bar mm-hmm. bars up too. Yeah, but, no, Deontay, um, Deontay be rapping. I was, he was saying the same thing. Like South, South Side Atlanta, he was saying like, man, there's barely any white kids in my high school. He's like, mm-hmm. I never really seen white people until nah, I went off to you, college. When you go to the south, uh, we go south of twenty, yeah. south of I twenty. Yeah. Like it's, it's like the black side of town. You know, it's right. like, mm-hmm. like South East Atlanta Zone Three. That's where my folks from. Like. That's what my, you know what I'm saying, my grandma raised, but a lot of them came from, you know, South Georgia or whatever came up. A lot of them stayed right there in the Hateville area, Pool Creek area. And then when when I was born, they had moved over to the west side, the southwest Atlanta. So that's where I grew up. So it's like, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I got it both. Like, know, I was over there in the it, four, and then Sunday I was over there in the three, day and night. Like, a lot of my yeah. folks, my pop was the first, played the first uh, game at Lakewood Stadium. There's like a historic stadium in Atlanta, like, played the first football game. Oh, that's sure. where all the Atlanta public schools, like, run track, you know what I'm saying, play sports, do all that shit. Like, right. he was in the first game over there, so, like, we threw him that's through, right. you know. So... When I talk to people from Atlanta, I generally hear them talk about like West Atlanta, South Atlanta, and the East Atlanta. So you got them separated into the four, into the four like North, the four, South, East, that's, West. That's what, how, what, what's the difference between the four regions it, um, on, a, on a microcosm level? Very very smallly. Is for one now today Atlanta is is blurring and blending so much because right. of because of the the way the, the, way, the internet. But, but, for real, say for real. It's, the, it's two things. It's the internet and it's the amount of motherfuckers. Moving there It's like Causing the influx of uh, just, It's just becoming Such a big place It's really just gonna be like Are you really from Atlanta Or not That's what it's right. gonna come down right. to And that's what it has Come down to For at least Probably really the past five years But like But uh, Historically Like when we was kids Coming up in that shit Like in the 2000s Shit like early 2000s we was, It was like You from the west side You know what I'm saying West side is like You got niggas like You know what I'm saying Like what, Like T.I. and shit You know what, yeah. what I'm saying and, and on down Like west side Went on down to southwest And then you got the east side but then, like, the, it's like Northeast was like a whole different thing. It was like, I, I bought the catering and all that shit. Yeah. And then, like, the southeast corner of the city was a little, actually, more inward. Is uh, is like, uh, it's like where, like, Thug and them from, like, Young Thug and shit like was that. Was the cater, like, uh, Dungeon Fam? No, the ca- no they, they from? they're from, those, they're from Southwest Atlanta. From Southwest. Okay, yeah, my uh, bad. Uh, Good Mom then went to the same high school we went to. Mm. No shit. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously, but, way before but us. But the like, way, like, were those way guys they, big influences to you? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Me, they, they among a lot, but yeah, yeah. They, they 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 in there like a lot of stuff. Right. And, the, and the way Decatur was formed, a lot of folks from the west, from the west side, moved over to the like to the east and to the suburbs. Like when Atlanta was coming up, like in the fifties, sixties, seventies, like it was really like South Side. You know what I'm saying? Like the South Side, you had Boulevard, you had Auburn Avenue. You know what I'm saying? Then you had the West Side, but like. Once that, that like, during the 80s when the influx came and just, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying, people started getting money in the 90s and stuff, like, people started moving out the hood into the suburbs and stuff. But we, like, we from, like, that super pocket. So, like, Decatur, 
you'd be surprised, like, Decatur's super black, you know what uh -huh. I'm saying? It's like, it's quote-unquote quote a suburb, but, like, it's really its own city. Man, Decatur it's hella hit, black bro. people you go stay to, over there in Decatur because they came they from where we day. from. They like this, this, the next generation of, like, our grandparents and stuff, you uh -huh. know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty, so, I mean, it's, I mean, it's now like that's super East black Atlanta, city. You know what I'm saying? Now that's the East Side. So, like, by the time we was... So like by the time we was in school and shit, and two like I said in two thousands, niggas, it was the east side was like where we stayed. The east side was where it was the other side was like Decatur and shit. And the west side was where we was. So like our baby D and shit used to drop records, and you know what I'm saying Lil John and she used to drop records. Like they was always east side west side, east side west side. Oh, so right. it was east side west side, east side west side for the longest. And then now this is still within our city. And then the south side would be having niggas like two chains and like ludicrous and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And then the north side shit ain't happened until really the past like ten years. That shit just started recently happening. And really the Migos took that on on their own for real. I can't even. You could say other people came from down there, but nobody took it on. Like, wait, them niggas took that shit the fuck on. Like, mm -hmm. the Migos made it a thing to be from the North Side. Like, for real, for real, when we was coming up, niggas wasn't always really hitting on the North Side like that. I don't, I don't, Bro, it was, I barely, it was, I barely I left the West Side when I was yeah, coming I was up. Saying, Bro, I didn't even go on, to the East Side. Like, yeah, I was, uh, I was saying, West for real, End baby. You that's know what really what it was. Niggas was. just stayed on their own side for real. Unless that's you, unless you was, was fucking a bitch somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? It, it was hella bitches on the North Side. Niggas just go fuck with and shit like that. But, like, as as a as a, as a as, it was it was it was like underrepresented, did and so like that's what always happens if you got an area that's a part of town. It's like look, but this is our part right here. Everybody who live up there are gonna agree with your ass, and then it's just gonna psh, you right. know what I'm saying punch through. So they really took that shit on, and then you got niggas like Made in Tokyo and shit who follow behind them niggas. But that was that whole North Side thing is very recent part of Atlanta. But because Atlanta's growing so big, it's actually necessary. You know what I'm saying? It's I mean, that's, like, that's where a lot of people. Like, I was just telling, that's where a lot of people come when they come, like, when they fly into the city. Like, you can't just fly into the city and then move to Camden Road. You can't just fly into the city, you know what I'm saying, and then move to Cascade. Because, like, these are, like, communities. These, like, homes and stuff. Like, it's not, like, a lot of new new developments and things like that. A lot of new developments on, like, the north side, the east side. Yeah, and stuff. New, so, it's, like, a lot of young north people side, and yeah. a lot of, like, a lot of new families that come. But, like, it, it, it still, it has that atmosphere of, like, that melting pot. You know what I'm saying? Like, where we from... It's like generational, like community right there, and, it's, and so when we leave, when we leave the West Side, we go out and we see that you can hit Lenox, you get the East Side and stuff. But like within the past ten to fifteen years, when Atlanta, Atlanta has become that mecca and stuff, like yeah. most of the development has been on the Northeast Side, the East Side, like in the West Side, like we we, we don't really have condos. West Side, the I'm oldest at. side. I remember oh, okay. the first time I seen the condo in the West End. It used to be where the Sears, where the old Sears used to be, because you could like. From where I grew up, you could see the the, the the city, the skyline, and all that shit. Like from where I was staying, right. they threw the condo. I was like, bro, what's what's this? You know Heard what I'm saying? View, like bro. they still had neighborhood planning, you know, meetings and stuff like that. Where they like, look, man. We dig it, man, but if, if you bring condos over here to the west side, it has to be for the people, though. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be super new condos like it be up on the on like Boulevard. Some gentrification yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. Like it's it's really hard to gentrify the west side because People, a lot of people own their homes, and right. it's a lot of people like between the age of like thirty to like eighty. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you either have to wait till they die out, and, but they probably gonna just get this shit to their kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's it's some of them, you know some what I'm saying? Smart, the smart ones will. Hey like, man, white folks gonna take that shit. The smart right? ones, you think? The hell yeah, man. <laughs> what people don't know is Atlanta is like. Atlanta, people probably know Atlanta is the biggest black city. Right. You know what I'm saying in the Definitely, country, 100%. but it's really the last gentrified city as well because like has like, been holding off against gentrification yes, just, but right? it's, it's, it's been happening through like 
the belt line and things like that. But on the west side, where oh, we so it's are, starting to happen. It's starting to oh, happen. Oh, it's definitely but happening. South, but it, it, they crack. But the where seal, we bro. live, you it's, it's hard to just like dive in there like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we be, people been there hey, man, I know since the folks, 70s, since I know the 70s and 60s. Off, I feel like you're saying? not going to kick black folks out of Atlanta. Yeah, right? no, it's, it, like yeah. it's it's, it's going to be very very completely difficult. Like right. I mean, you see this new generation right now, and this new generation. Is influencing so many other races and so many people. So like, in order, like if you were to do that, you would like take the heartbeat away. You know Man, what I'm saying? I used to work on Metropolitan. I used to go. I used to do this job. I used to go around like talking, like talking to kids about and shit. And I knew a family, a white family that lived on Deal Avenue. Like y'all never out there know about Deal. That's not where no no white folks ever stayed, bro. Like this, like it's like that shit. Like on the corner, it's like deal, deal. Like if you stay on Metropolitan and you headed toward, like you headed out, out west a little bit, like on, on Camden and shit like that. Like uh-huh. niggas don't niggas stay on deal, like that niggas, shit. but niggas still stay on deal. And bro. that's what I'm saying. But the fact like, it was a very comfortable white family in that bitch, like a very young white family with a belt. Like yo, niggas cracking in. And that, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. City, city change. Right. I, I want to say I want to fight that shit, but it, well, well, niggas, niggas got other things. I think we need to goddamn do first, and then it help. It'll help to solidify our communities anyway. But you can't just directly say I'm gonna fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta be like, look, we gotta solidify ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it is. I mean, the the way the the way Atlanta was was born is in a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Path when, when after the civil rights area, after the civil rights era, it was like. That that whole community sprouted about like a lot of a lot of folks started taking care of so like especially after like schools started becoming you know what I'm saying uh, what it was desegregated and stuff yeah, yeah. yeah so like a lot of schools like Long Grady things like that but Washington always been like a black school you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying so like that whole West Side area like MLK. That's been like a super black era, you know what I'm saying? Like it's Booker T. Washington High School, it's Benjamin E. Mays High School, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? These are high schools, Frederick Douglass High School, named after, you know what I'm saying? Right. Black leaders, like right. so. You can't just come in and be like, I'm gonna take this high school because you take a high school, you take a whole community. So it's like certain pockets and certain areas have been that way for for many years. So it's like 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 you said, you, it's not like you just sit up there and I'm gonna fight this. It's really just like regaining what you had or regaining, you know what I'm saying, your foot and and what you. Represent also what you present to other communities because it's like I mean the world is a big melting pot you know what I'm saying let's say it's a fist five races whatever like you can't be a part of that fist if you're not bringing what you got to the table you know what I'm saying and a lot of times we feel like you know we got to lose what we got in order to be a part of it but it's like yo we just as valuable when we bring what we are and who we are to it you know what I'm saying so the same thing with our communities like a lot of people are moving into the west end moving into the west side because there's a lot of culture there. There's a lot of mom and pop shops. There's a right. lot of activity going on over there. But if we don't reclaim that and really boost that, because like it's a lot of vegan stores, a lot of people who really actually know what they're doing over there. You know what I'm saying? Like Tassili's, like you come in there. I seen a white girl in there playing on the djembe. You know what I'm saying? On the drum. So it's right. not like so it's like it's 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 room for people to learn from each other. But only when you know your shit. Right. That's the only way you can be able to present it and teach somebody else, you know. All right, bro, I'm high. Ask me something fun, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm curious. Nah, he's in it, though. No, I love talking about this kind uh, of shit, so I'm interested. But I, I, just what happened, like, a couple weeks ago with, like, uh, the, the fucking, our shitty president uh, feuding with John Lewis. Like, how did that feel as a native Atlanta to hear the fucking president going, like, Man, I can't oh, take pay- care of your neighborhoods. They're falling apart. I can't, and, like, pay, attention thriving. I can't pay attention to him because, yeah. like, He's he's 
he's not, he's out of touch. Basically, oh, he's out of touch with so many people. I just hey, be like, oh, the, okay, Trump, something Trump, else. Trump something is, a, is a representation of something that's been manifesting a long time a long within time. our country, and it's, and it's, it is what it is. It's just what, what I've been what I've been thinking about a lot lately is just. You know what I'm saying? Just what what happens long term to the shit you do. You know what I'm saying? This is a long term thing that's, that was coming for us, mm-hmm. and niggas niggas kept thinking they were like this is basically just the universe holding us accountable for our shit. Now when I say us, I don't just mean black folks or white folks or whatever. I mean everybody. Like look, we fucked up. Like that was you know what I'm saying. And now and now a lot of lessons got to be learned as as a result of it. But you know what I'm saying? Like I, when I when it comes to the Trump stuff, I, at first I was super like. Like I was, I was watching, I was watching the news every morning for for, mm-hmm. for his entire since since his inauguration. Mm-hmm. I watched the news every morning, and then this week I stopped doing it. And you got, I, and you gotta I, like take some time like, for self care. This, this week I stopped doing it, and I was like, you know what, bro? Like straight up, bro. At the end of the day, you gonna you gonna. It's not the it's not the first time we had a president that wasn't good for us. Right. It's not the first time we had to overcome some bullshit. And whatever we, whatever strength we get from this process is going to end up getting delivered to our children. So it's like, that's how you just got to look at it. Like, look, we, we, this is for us to give something stronger to the next generation. Be, and that's all we can I, think about. I, I used to watch the news all the time when Barack Obama was president. And I was like, yo, well, I, I can't morning, watch though. this, though. Like, even during his first campaign, during his first and second campaigns, like, I was, like, on it. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, yo, like, switch from CNN to Fox to NBC, just seeing what the climate was. But after a while, he's just like, yo, like... All these people, all this shit don't matter what they saying. Like this shit don't matter. You know how people feel, and you yourself, if you're able to put your feelings into action, that's way more important than sitting here watching people talk all day long. Right, you know? right. So I mean, like it's it's, it's that it's that silver lining, yo. Like you put too much power in the government, you put too much power in, in people. Like you you actually just have to learn how to you know lean on community and, and be conservative and, and 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 bring your stuff to the table. Like, I'm gonna save this. You know what I'm saying? This is important to me. I'm going to be resourceful. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna sit up here and wait for anything or wait for anybody to do anything for me. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm going to be self-sufficient. Um, so tell me more about growing up in Atlanta as kids. What did you guys do to stay busy? Is it uh, stay lots, busy? Of, lots of sports or, or yeah, was, it, did, was it schooling did, for you? We did a lot of stuff. I know we just, I mean, I... I grew up in a household of a bunch of brothers, and we, you know, what I'm saying, always doing a bunch of stuff to compete. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying. How many brothers? Uh, I had two brothers of my own, and then my mom took in two of her nephews. Yeah, along my growing also, up. Also, lots so of was, competitive competition. I was, in the, the house. I was the oldest. Everybody ran through the baseball circuit. Everybody played football. Oh, you ball player. Yeah, yeah. I, I could actually. I'm actually pretty nice playing baseball. My little brother, he he kind of he kind of shit on the world. Y'all look up Kyle Parker on, on whatever that website is. Wait, well, uh, let me That's guess what you, let me guess what you played because I, I like to size people up and be like. Like, oh, you're like a left fielder, huh? I did left field and I played third base. Oh, third mm-hmm. base? Oh, the hot yeah. corner. Damn, nice. so you, you had a good glove. Hey, I'm, yeah, I could catch. You could hit two probably, huh? Yeah, I, I was solid. Nice. I was well, solid. I was the oldest, so I had to, you know what I'm saying? That, but my brothers also played, you know what I'm saying? My, my little brother Yuri also played football and like, my other brother played basketball. So, like, niggas do shit. Right. But, you know. You, you grew up in church? Uh, Not really. I, my, I had, like, a good little church background when I was, like, maybe, like, in, like, Elementary school, but the older the older we got, I know I was. By the time I got to middle school, I was a little, I was a little, not rambunctious, but my mom put me on the martyr bus, and then that was just that. Like I, when she taught me how to goddamn, I was like eleven when I first started like riding the bus by myself, and I was just like, well, 
the city is mine now, you know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, I was, you know what I'm I was out of, you know what I'm saying? So I, I wasn't always just going to the right stuff as much, you know what I'm saying? But that right. happened, and that happened for me very quickly. And as, as a result, like, I, I remember I, I was just really big on hanging with high school kids. Like, I just want to hang with niggas from grade. I just want to hang with niggas. They go to the theater, hang with niggas. And go, like, I was just, that was my thing. I would just stay on the bus and just stay on the fucking bus. So by the time it, it came for like, Church and shit like that. Like we, we, my mom would would get us to go as she could, but I, she, right. it was definitely wasn't like the thing that I can't say I grew up in the church. But I say I do have a very strong spiritual background. My mom is a very church going woman, you know what I'm saying. But I can't say she kept us in there as much. Wait, how are you getting these high school kids to hang out with you when you're like 11 or 12? Staying on the bus, just sitting on the bus. It's not they hanging out with me. I'm oh, hanging out with them, no, bro. Right. Like, like, I used yeah. to just be tagging along with whatever yeah, kids right. I could. The hell, I wasn't like niggas like, oh, that little nigga got the sway. Like, right. what? That didn't start happening until I was like 13. Okay. And, but like, but like, yeah, I remember being little, just like, stay, just stay on the bus. Like, niggas like, you be on the bus and just stay on that bitch. <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. like, what, yeah. what about you? Well, shoot. Johnny? I'm kind of like, Kind of like a super contradict. Like, I'm an only child, right? Right. Super, I'm an only child, but I grew up in church. Mm. But the church that I'm a part of, Shrine of the Black Madonna, is, is is a West End stronghold. It's been there since, like, 74. And it's more like a village rather than a church, you know? Mm. So, like, I came up through it, like, from a baby, you mm -hmm. know? So it's like all the kids in there are, are blood to me, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so... The way I interact with people, like if 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 we down, we down, bro. Like it really, like we come from different mamas, but your mama's my mama, like straight up. Your auntie is my auntie, and we we slept in the same beds together. Like we went to the same school together. We played at Perkinson Park. We used to go through the Perkinson Park, you know what I'm saying? Circle like football, baseball. Like Minnesota used to take us to go play baseball and stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot of my big homies, you know what I'm saying? Like they went to Brown, they went to Washington with me. So it's like, and these are feeder schools. It's like Brown Middle School. We feed into Washington High School. So it's like we sprawled all, all over the West Side. So it's like it's people I keep in touch with today. You know what I'm saying? Who are uh, across the country? You know, some in Detroit, some in Houston, but like these are people who I call family. So it's like that you just grew up with. That in the I church. grew up with. You know what I'm saying? From like age zero to eleven, right. showered with. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. ran around with. You know what I'm saying? Like fought with. Like all right. that stuff. You know, it's like so. It's like I have a super extended family. You know, how, what I'm saying? how small or big was that church? Probably like I would say probably about. Two to three hundred people, right? But well, you like just we knew had, uh -huh, knew you knew everybody yeah. though. Like so, it's, sometimes when I go to like the different churches, I want to go to mega churches and stuff. Like I can't fathom not knowing people. You know what I'm saying? Like going somewhere and and not knowing the people, and not being able, not even interacting, but just going on Sunday and then going home is like, yo, like. Are these your niggas or are these not your niggas? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, do you really rock with these niggas or mm -hmm. what are you here for? Like, so when I go, even when I, like, that's what I said, like, when I involve in any type of communal or group setting, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, like, like we bonded, you know? Like, I, it, ain't, it ain't really about just me, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's never about me because when I was coming up, I really ain't have nothing. Mm -hmm. We used to share socks. You know what I'm saying? We had uniforms when we went to school. Mm -hmm. So I ain't really had no clothes till I went to, like, middle school and high school. Right. Like, I had about, you know what I'm saying, four pair of pants, eight pair of shirts, you know what I'm saying, like like real life. So right. it was like, when I got to middle school and high school, that's when I started opening my eyes to like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying, like this is what's going on, this is this and that is that. Like, But when I was coming up, like it, it, like it wasn't even that it was like super tough. It was just like this is how it is. Like we all share, we all live together. So that's kind of how I approach a lot of things when I got to college and stuff. Like, all of that stuff was, like, I remember when I went to, when I was in elementary school, one of the teachers was, like, yo, like, you 
you didn't really you didn't really do this homework. You know what I'm saying? Like all these answers are right. Like you cheated, but I'm like, nah. This just how I was schooled. You know what I'm saying? Like I really know what I'm doing. Like. So she made me, like, recant my statement, basically. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, that, re- that shit really fucked me up as a child. I was Wait, like, yo. You were, like, kind of homeschooled in the church or well, like, beforehand? Well, I was, like, before, when you, when you, before, like, I went yeah. to kindergarten. Right. But from zero to six years old, like, you were doing timetables, multiplication, long already. division. Already. Like, wow. So when I was in kindergarten, I went to kind of Colony Elementary School. So when I was in kindergarten, I, they was thinking about giving me the third grade. Holy shit. But my mom was like, nah, I want him to grow up, you know what I'm saying, yeah, right. With, around his around age. Around peers. Like, and it, and it's funny because a lot of times I'm the, like the oldest dude in my grade class. My, I got, I guess, a late birthday. My birthday's right. in October. So okay, like, yeah. a lot of times I was the old, like older than most of the people in my grade right. class. But it was just like coming up and still feeling like an outsider to a certain extent because I was like, yo, like... When you, especially when you get to public school, like I, I went to public school every grade. Yeah. But like before public school, it was like the complete opposite. It was like super homeschool. Right. So like I got the, like the best of both worlds and be able to interact with folks, be able to read people. You'd be like, see, oh, oh, this is a person who really cares about you, cares for you. But there's somebody who's just out here wilding. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so I got to see and, and be both. Like sometimes I was out there wilding. Sometimes I ain't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Other times, like, Things just started to shift and started making a change. Like I used to play, I used to play football and run track. Uh-huh. So like, um, in tenth grade at Mays, I tore my ACL. Like we went to state ninth mm. grade in track. So tenth grade, I tore my ACL playing football. So that like low key ended my sports career. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like, and I was pretty damn good. I really don't like to brag, but mm-hmm. like I was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I would have focused on one thing, if I would probably focus straight on track, like. I, and I had some good coaches, mm-hmm. but like whatever was going on with them, they left, went to another school the next year. I ended up tearing my ACL, so sports just was like, you know, what I'm saying out the window. I ain't really get along with the with the coach that was coming up next. So I just went to writing, and I started doing drafting. So I went when I went to college, I was an architect, like major. architecture, yeah, okay, architecture. Yeah, yeah. When I was in college, I was an architect major, switched over to graphic design. But the creativity, the the you know, what I'm saying, the attention to detail and the writing aspect, like. Never left, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's when I really started writing back again when I was young, mm-hmm. when I was like seven and eight. I used to write with my big homies, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, like I said, I came up with a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I was like me, niggas four to five ages older than me, you know what I'm saying? Taking me under their wing. But then when I got back to it, tenth, eleventh grade, you know what I'm saying? It was just me. I met up with this cat. Mm-hmm. That's when we started doing our thing was with some other folks. Mm-hmm. And then when we went up to college, I switched my major to graphic design, and like. One of my big homies who I grew up with, he passed in a car accident. His name was Omar. He passed in a car mm. accident. So, like, that was one of the first dudes who I used to write with, share rhymes with. So, it was just, like, it was such a pivotal moment for me and for him because, you know what I'm saying, he was That's going through it. Yeah, it was just, like, yo, like, I was talking with my homegirl. She, she, I was, like, yo, when we went to college, like, a lot of stuff happened between, like, those first two to three years at home that we wasn't there for, right. that we wasn't able to, like, Cause we, you know, we like cornerstones to our family and stuff. Right. Like, like you said, he the oldest child. A lot of people depending on him. And like, there's almost a sense of guilt in being gone. Of like, I'm not there to yeah, take care. Yeah, of shit or something, yeah. Right? yeah. So yeah, like, I was like, yo, we like we poured, we poured that shit into our work. You know right. what I'm saying? Like sometimes in the good way and sometimes in the bad way. Cause like. You don't have to do everything with a burden. Like, you don't have right. to do everything because you're sad. Like, right. you could be sad, take that, flip it, and then pour it into your work. But we poured both into our work, and we just we just was like, yo, head down, like, do this shit. We wasn't—the the Hampton Life shit 
Hampton was cool, but we really we was never caught up in it. We was never we we ain't had the time. We had too much to lose to be caught up in it to just be frolicking yeah, about college, college trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be on I the scene. I ain't never had trying no to be spring at all break. The party. Like, we never, never went, bro. We never went to Miami for spring I break. Never, I never went, did went right no back home. Niggas didn't. I went to work. I ain't <laughs> never, <laughs> right back home with the work. And that's that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I was missing nothing. I always felt like I was moving forward. Laying bricks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I always felt like I was doing more. So I brick. I ain't never trip about that. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't. You know what I'm saying? Care about that kind of stuff. Right. I, now I do want to go on some trips. I'm trying to go to Hawaii and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying yeah, to that go to go to the underwater I'm hotels to go to in South the Maldives. America real quick. He did. I, I just took like my first adult vacation. I went. To, I went to Japan. Yeah. It was pretty sick. I need. Uh, I need one of them. I need vacation. Usually, I, I only travel for work shit. And oh, so it was, yeah. It was I like never. Very, did, I never. I ever taken a vacation. I can't. I don't even yeah. know. I, I, I had like summer vacation. Like and vacation when you were a kid, not really nothing because you were just going to another family person. Right. But exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. Vacation as a kid yeah. is like, oh, we'll go uh, to your aunt's house. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. You just going to somebody else's crib. Like, um, when you tore your ACL, did that kind of like. Did sports define you at the time and you had to like figure Man, out who you were? I'm gonna tell what? you like this. I really, it's so crazy because coming up, I was, what defined in me was doing what people said I couldn't do. That's what defined in me. Mm. Like, so like being homeschooled from zero to six, I was like, yo, I know I know this stuff. And for this lady to try me in second grade, I was like, yo, I'm gonna blaze through all my schoolwork. I don't care about this, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna get a 4.0 though, just because y'all tried me. So that, that defined in me, you know what I'm saying? Seventh grade, you know, seventh grade niggas slip up. So I was wild in the seventh grade. I mm-hmm. had smoked weed the first time in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Me and my pops got into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, caught me, he caught me at ISS, like, punched me in my chest, cussed me out on at school and all that stuff. So, like, after seventh grade I was like well I'm gonna just jump into these sports cause I always been fast mm-hmm. I'm gonna do these sports and I'm gonna do this school work you know what I'm saying so like those two things defined me but when I told my ACL like a lot of times like with, with holistic healing and stuff people is like you got different pressure points in your body that like speak to different things so like your back your upper back speaks to like stress mm-hmm. your lower back speaks to like financial strain and stuff mm. but your knees are about ego so like when, like, really? Well, yeah. So my, like, my knee has been hurting like a mother. <laughs> <laughs> what you say? What you say? What you say? So like, so when I told my ACL, I like it sat me down. Like I yeah. was on crutches for a minute. I was in a wheelchair for a minute in high school, tenth mm. grade. When you trying to be the big man, you know what I'm saying? Like you was cool in ninth grade because you was hella fast. You know what I'm saying? Right. Everybody was cool with you. you. Was coming from Brown Middle School. Y'all was five and one playing sports. So like everybody was, you know, they they knew about you a little bit, yeah. but it was like okay. And sat me down in his wheelchair. I'm rolling around school. I'm gonna stick to these yeah, books because I'm. A, I run that's when, that. That's when we started kind of start getting cool. That's when you guys I was, made you. Yeah, well, I ain't meet him because he broke his shit. Like I met the nigga in ninth grade. He was still fast, uh-huh. but uh, that's when we started like kind of getting cool because I used to see that nigga in the hallway crack a joke. You know what I'm saying? See his ass walking slow. Mm-hmm. Or, or I remember you was on that thing. Remember that thing you was on? Wasn't the wheelchair just like a knee thing? Oh, the like little like knee, the little knee, the little scooter thing. Yeah. thing. I think I ain't even know. I remember, remember having one. I remember them crutches like hell. Yeah, I remember yeah. crutches. Them crutches was hell, boy. Yeah, knees on them crutches. I hated them shits. I, I hated them the shits. For, the like, forearm ones or the nah, armpit nah, nah, ones? Nah, nah, nah. The armpit oh, ones. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> the Yo, them boy. shits is crazy. Hey, I, nah, <laughs> hey, I broke my ankle in eighth grade and I got the forearm ones. I'd be looking like Timmy from South Park. But I got good at those motherfuckers. I could walk on them like stilts and shit. Oh, so so after, when I told my AC, yeah, I was just spending hours and hours in the drafting room, right? right? But like one of the cool things about the drafting shit, he like the dude, Mr. Williamson, he was a wild teacher. He was just on your head. Like drafting, like, bro, you can't make no mistake. Like right. if you if if the line go 
an eighth of an inch longer than it's supposed to, that's a deduction. You know mm. what I'm saying? That's 100. Now you're down to 98. Right. Now you're down to 60. Like, so he was just on your head about the details. But what he used to make us do, he was like, yo, for the whole semester, you have to turn in 100 white sheets of paper front and back. Um, you have to make lines because you have to like work on like writing your your words and right. stuff, writing in all capital and things like that. So you had to turn in a hundred sheets front and back. He was like, I don't care what you write on them, but fucking, I need my hundred sheets before the right. semester's over. So at first. I was writing Hot Boys records. I was just writing, like, <laughs> the lyrics to my favorite motherfuckers. Yeah, like, Outcast yeah. shit, right. Hot Boys shit, 8 Ball and JG, UGK shit. Like, yeah. I was pushing it out. And then, I was like, you know what? Out, <laughs> you, know, you know what? Let me just put my life on these hoes real quick. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that's when I really started writing again. Wow. Like, See, like but that, that shit was crazy. Like, it was, and it was something that I hated. But like I turned something that I hated into something that I love. Like, right. I used to hate doing that shit. Wow. Yeah, I, ain't, I ain't started the same way. When I was start, first started doing this shit, it was literally, like I said, staying on the fucking bus. Right. And niggas just started freestyling. Right. So I just started doing that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's really how I started. Like, like I remember being, I remember everything. Because I remember, like, when I was a little kid, my dad used to always just do that shit. Like, when my dad used to live in South Carolina when I lived, when I lived in Georgia. So it was... Me, my mom, and my little brothers, and we was we was in we was in Atlanta. My dad would come down, you know what I'm saying? He, he had a job out there, so he'll come down on the weekends or come down whenever he could, like you know what I'm saying? Every, every like couple weeks or whatever, right? Come down, and when he come down, I wouldn't. We he ain't always tell me he just come pick me up from school, and I'd be like, oh shit, this my nigga here, said, like you right, know what I'm saying? Right. Oh shit, this nigga here today. So I get a car with that nigga. First thing he'll do, turn to turn him on, and make me freestyle to it. But it's like little elementary school freestyle, so yeah. it ain't matter. And then he put me like in a little talent show in eighth grade, so I I knew I could rap a little bit, but I. Not eight grade. I was eight years old. I was third grade. But oh, I was like, shit. yeah, I was like, I, I was like, so I knew I could rap a little bit, but right. it wasn't like I was like, I wasn't like I was like gave a fuck. So I, you know what I'm saying, by the time I'm like riding the martyr bus and shit, like, you know what I'm saying, riding that shit to school, riding around with the high school kids and shit, them niggas doing that shit. So if I could, I'd get in on one, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if I could. And, whenever, and like, as I started doing that, that's when niggas started like, more and more people started saying, like, I mean, I never forget that nigga, uh, and I did that shit one time at school, and that nigga Fred Murray was like, yo, you really be rapping. I was like, yo, you just gave me the biggest ego boost ever. Uh, but I still kept that shit cool, you know what I'm saying? I went through high school. I wasn't, I, I wasn't recording a bunch of shit. I made, like, maybe one or two songs with, like, my, my nigga who lived up the street from me. And But, like, I always was just, like, in the hallway doing that shit, outside in the parking lot doing that shit. Goddamn, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was that nigga that, like, was like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what's up? Come through. I can give you a couple of little, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, get them lines off. Right. Niggas be like, oh, I, I used to just do it for that moment. Like, yeah. I used to just do it. Like, well, I wasn't necessarily trying to write, but I was just living for that goddamn. The validation. You know what I'm saying? Not, not the validation, just that high. Like, the yeah, moment where everybody has moment. what they all think something that's fire at the same time. I don't fuck the validation. I don't need nobody to think I'm cool. It's like right. about like a nigga who, like, like, you say some shit and everybody just gets to enjoy it at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I used to live for that shit. And I still do, you know what I'm saying? Like, but niggas do this shit all the time. Like, that's, that's kind of how I started doing it. And I ain't started like thinking about making like songs consistently for real for it. So I heard him. He was doing that shit in eleventh grade and he claimed playing me like a CD of like three or four songs. I'm like, oh, damn. Shit. This nigga made like four real songs. Like yeah. we, I was doing this shit, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, fuck this. This nigga ain't the only nigga just making songs. I was right. like, Cause like I before, like I said, before I had made like one or two like little like cause snap music was business. So I made oh, some snap yeah, songs. Yeah. But that that was just cause that was the beats we had, and other right. than that, I was the nigga who just say some shit. You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. You like, had punchlines or something? Yeah. Not even punch. No? Well, punchlines was I was a little more into them back then, but even beyond that, it was like just I just I could just come up out of the top of my head. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? And it was high school where nobody else was doing that, so yeah. like it'd be like a few niggas, but like not like not like it is now where everybody trying to do that shit. Like back then, especially like you can you can't just you can't just get a studio from the Apple Store. 
right. You know what I'm saying Like now right. you could just go to the Apple store And get a right. studio Like then getting a studio Was down there and, Bro the first time I seen some equipment I was like bro What the fuck this well, shit Well I ain't know How these niggas got that shit Bro that shit look crazy These, these folks I went to middle school With well, they my like nigga Mercy They had Nah he had He had um Cube Oh okay Yeah Shout, out to, shout out to Mercy, my boy and, Mercy. And, and John uh, Cinco and, uh, they were the first, first studio we came through on Willis Mill, on Cascade. I yeah, went to, we went to Brown our Middle School together with boys. And, and we, we left from Maze, pulled up to them on Willis Mill, pulled up at their house studio. So and it's, was a, like, it's a horrible downstairs. song out there somewhere. Went <laughs> this is the first time you two worked together? Yeah. yeah, yeah it's a horrible I, song. Because I was, I was recording with the dude Tonio as well. Tonio yeah. came shout up with Tony us as well. He and he like he was a year ahead of us, mm-hmm. so we used to you know what I'm saying Tony like writing man. stuff together he was like too. The man, like he used to get crazy. He was like he was like a year he was like a year before us, and like so he like, already had it. Yeah, he 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 was he was nice, but we all three was born in October. He was born in October '88. He was born in October following. And I was born in October after that. So we uh, like three years October, uh, and we was yeah, like yeah. all that shit was fine. Like, uh, and then but like what, Tony, so y'all Libras. No, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, okay. I'm late October. Yeah, yeah. But well, yeah. we could, we could, then we could get into the astrology another <laughs> another podcast. Holla at your boy. <laughs> Wait, you fuck with astrology? Yeah, I've been I've been I've been researching, man. I've been uh, doing my research for for some years now. But holla at your boy. People cloud on me when I bring up astrology on the show. <clears throat> on the show, but I, I find it. I don't know if I fully believe in it, but it's interesting uh-huh. shit, you know. No, nah, I good. Like I've been doing the natal charts re- recently, so I've been do. I just been doing it for people who want me to do it. Like, oh, really? You can't force it on nobody. You're like really you about it? Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you can't force it on nobody. Yeah. They all have to be willing. And but once they, once the door is open, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, this is just something that this is just another science that right. people don't know about. So right. it's like it's all it's and it's all. It's so it's you always learning though. It's never like one rule fits all or one size fits all. You always learning and always right. using it. It's not like oh you're set. These are the set ways. This is how your life will be forever. It's just like yo, these are tools that you came into this life with. These are experiences that you came into this life with. How you gonna use them in this life? You the the thing that really interests me about it is that I, I know kind of like the. Combat compatibility charts. So mm-hmm. like, I'm a Cancer. When I hear like the homies a Scorpio, I'm like, oh, we'll probably get along pretty mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah. I, I, and and just because I've read that in charts and shit, but that's actually like for some reason, all of my best friends in life and all of the people yeah. I'm drawn to in life, they fit the same fucking astrology yeah. signs for some reason. And that's I'm just crazy because like, it's weird. like your sun signs really just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, it's really, it's really your outward. Personality That's You know what I'm saying Like oh, you know I'm cancer, a double cancer yeah. And shit so. I feel, oh, I feel <laughs> you, I'm very I rare feel <laughs> yeah, I feel you I feel um, you So you guys Linked together And what You said what 11th grade at this point And that's when you Made your first song We made the first song In 12th grade In 12th grade It was it Like I said Shout out to Mercy And Giant Cinco And Yaki Diviashi They all still working And so you guys were Had a big Like had a big crew At that point Were you trying to do Like a big Kind of collaborative effort just, We had a big crew But that first song Yeah that, that first song Wasn't a big It was it was literally Just us on the song yeah. But it was, but we it was still Was thinking to be Like at the time We was bouncing around Man we was talking I remember one, at one point The nigga Money Making Neek Was pitching a group I did to us and like not when I say pitching I don't mean like sitting in the meeting like he was like I right. was homies with the nigga, the nigga. Right, he right. went to middle I went school, to middle school with, with so yeah right. so like, man, right. he, he came suggesting like oh why don't we all just do this big ass shit and I remember you know what I'm saying that was including a lot of people and then I remember for, for a little while we was recording over at Curtis William from 2-9 house his big brother oh, okay. a, yeah his big brother had a little laptop we, you that, know what I'm saying that was low so, key one of my first time school. going into one of the condos yeah. up in Buckhead I was like what what going on right now? Yeah, I, was really? like, I was like, from where I'm from, I was like, yeah, what, was, where we going, bro? What we finna do? 
Oh, they nigga living like oh. Yeah, his, his, his brother had us on the on the on the laptop. I, it was, we made a bunch of like little terrible like first attempts at records back then, and then and then we really started like trying to trying to put sound together in in, in, in college. And then we really started trying to make like real projects. Did you was it just like serendipitous that you guys ended up at Hampton together? Or did you or were you guys uh, yeah, like, yo, no. we should like if if we're going to college, let's be near each other so we could be in a group? No, it wasn't like that. We both got accepted. I I don't even know if I was if I was even vocal about my application process because I was I, I funny thing I didn't really first want to go to college. And I had to do the whole thing with my mom. Like she was like, look, you getting a lot of scholarship offers. You smart you for know baseball what I'm or what? Nah, I was done with baseball by then. I had oh. I had scholarship offers for mostly academics to be honest. Really? Like, yeah. So like you know what I'm saying I was. So both of you guys are pretty heady individuals. Like both yeah, of y'all. Yeah. I'm smart. We got yeah. we got different approaches. To Niggas thought, is learning, but but we smart as fuck though. I, I mean, I, you can hear it in the music. <laughs> yeah, obviously. that's what I said. We, yeah. we smart as fuck, but right. like yeah, I. Uh, I, you know what I'm saying? I, we, niggas, niggas test scores was pretty straight, and uh, right. like, and and I was surprised, but I, but I, I, I mean, I did, I did. One thing I had a, I had a counselor in high school who really believed in me. I can't, I can't mm. lie. Miss Murray, she made shout me, out Murray. yeah, shout out Miss Murray. She, shout out Miss Murray. Miss Murray made me apply for every scholarship. Like she used to take me out of class. She used to get down. I, she, I, I applied. I, I spent more time in her office than anywhere in my really? city in high school. Like my mom like, was a counselor. See, yeah, they're nah, good people. A good counselor. Yeah, yeah, nah. a, a, good, a good but, one is a great person. A bad but, one is the worst person. Like, right, that is, right, like, right. A good one gonna stick with you. Right. A good yeah, one right. gonna stick with you. It used to be times like she used to literally pull me by the eight, by the mm-hmm. ear on some shit. Mm-hmm. Like I used to be like, man, I, I'm on, I'm chilling right now. Like, you see me on the hallway grabbing some butts. Like she's you know what I'm saying? but she used to come get me all the time. So I I finished I finished college with a lot of motherfucking scholarship money. Like just off the off the strength of my head. And, I, and then so that alone had my mom was like, she funny thing. She was already telling me to go to college. My mom been to college, so she was already telling me to go to college. Like she actually had me in college. You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. She's got she got a degree, but like she got them. Was like, look, you need to do this shit, and I was like, I, I, I don't know, I think I'm gonna try to do such and such. I know at the time I was talking about doing something like radio, some shit. I ain't know, I ain't, I ain't know what I meant though. I was 17. I was like, I'm gonna do something radio, some shit. I don't know. Right. And she was like, she was like, what? She was like, just go to college until you figure out what exactly the fuck that means. Yeah, she said you better go get on yeah, some college radio. Yeah, go do something. Yeah, was, she suggested that too, and I, I, I never did. I, I almost did that one time, and I was like, man. I really don't like the people that do this type of shit. I like it's really not my type of people. No shade to anybody doing radio, but yeah, no shade to the radio. But like it just being in being in that environment, I, I like I like I said, I went to college. I went to college. My first semester, I was a broadcast journalism major. I oh thought no I, shit. I thought I was. I yeah. was gonna, I was trying to be, and I went in. And I was like, man, these folks ain't really my kind of people, bro. Like uh-huh. not not they just like the the their their approach to it was different. I thought I'm thinking you all you gotta do is just look cool, sound cool on the radio. You get a, you know what I'm saying, people talk to you, people want to call in. I ain't know it was a whole, like, these people actually wanted to do, like, I don't know, it's just like, they was all, they they, they looked at it as a ticket to be famous and they they wasn't just trying to be, like, the the a, a, a journalist or a personality. They were trying right. to actually be, like, a, a star through that and I I think that's corny. If you're going to be a star, then actually go for the fucking stardom. Like, go act. Or something, you know what I'm saying? Or go, you know what I'm saying, do something else. Not that you can't be like, a radio Go host star, a podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, like, boom, the, boom. but like, they wasn't hosting podcasts and shit. They was like going, right. coming under the guise of we, we're journalists, but y'all don't want to be journalists. Like, right. just go do something else. Like, you don't have to lie about that. You the, know what I'm saying? They're like, they're like, oh, this college radio is how I'm going to become like an yeah, MTV VJ exactly, or something. Yeah, shit. everybody wants to be a fucking 
fucking MTV fucking DJ. Yeah, that's really what it was. If I'm right. breaking it the fuck down. That's what it was. And I was just like, man. Hey, shout out Carson Daly. You know, I don't want to be there, bro. Like, if y'all niggas want to be there, then cool. But I, right. I don't want to be there. So I changed my major to psychology because at the time, it was the major that matched up the most with the classes I already took. Mm. So I'm like, uh. So it wasn't because, <laughs> like, I've always heard people that major in psychology is because they want to figure out what's going on. Because they want to figure out what's head. going on. Yeah. Why they so crazy? Or why right. the world so right. fucked up? Or why they dad ain't hug them? Or why they mom? You hey, know what I'm saying? Real. Slap somebody else. Yeah, yeah I, had, I had them kind of things to think about. You know what I'm saying? It was, I had yeah. a lot of fuck shit going on while I was a psych major back home. But, like, I, that, I, I didn't, you know what I'm saying? I didn't expect, I didn't go there looking for answers. Right. You dig? I ain't go, I ain't go to that building with those people looking for answers. Were you, know you somebody that everything you read about psychology, you're like, oh, that's what's wrong with me? Nope. I, was, I, I took a couple of psychology classes. Everyone, I was like, oh, I'm histrionic. Oh, I'm nope. fucking OCD. <laughs> oh, I'm gotta, this. I'm that. What you got to do is read through it. Like, I, and I read, I read through all that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I, I wasn't. I wasn't like blind to the shit, but like I, but I was, I was, I still didn't. I, you can't just take everything and just be like, okay, well, these, this, this six white people tell me this in this book, six white person and, and a black person tell me this in this book. You know what I'm saying? I, you gotta, you gotta take it and you gotta, you gotta decipher it with your own interpretation. Right. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of that's, 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 that was my biggest pet peeve about college. Like people that think they smart. But you ain't smart, bro. You just literally just read and believe quickly. Right. Like, that don't mean you you're a smart person. Yeah, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, I, I came from where niggas actually use their brain, and they might not have never read no book, but they'll use their brain better than you, you know what I'm saying, like, right. in a second. like. I, I got a question for you guys about group dynamic. Because um, talking to you both, you can, I mean, it, yeah, you didn't have to tell me, like, you guys are smart. You could tell that shit. But I feel like you guys are different types of smarts, whereas, like, your smart seems very structured and, like, organized, and yours is kind of like, uh, like, you, the, the fact that you got into it freestyling and he got into it writing on graph paper you know what i'm saying like um maybe yours is a little more chaotic like yeah, did, I, I, uh, they say that yeah People say that sometimes does that make it easier working together since ops is kind of a track or what yeah, it's definitely a balance yeah i like say you know what i'm saying niggas want to but, try and am i wrong like, about that are you structured nah, i could nah, be totally I wrong i mean i i am i'm completely structured but yeah. like the the cool thing about it is like Make turning my weaknesses into my strengths. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that that that's what I be working on. So like the the stuff that I love to do, I love completing records. I love sitting in there. You know what I'm saying? Like lining up shit, going through the track outs, and like doing things like that shit that I love to do. Like right. that shit is normal to me. Right. But like well, I also love the just details. writing. Uh huh. Like the details is normal to me. But right. I also love in there just going in there and be like, okay, get loose. I'm I'm kind of tipsy right now. Let me yeah. put this song down and, and then leave right. it. And then be like, okay, cool. Like what I really I used to take too long to write records. But like I really just like writing shit in the day. Sometimes like all right, cool. Writing shit in the sitting. Uh-huh. Like cool. All right, let me go do something else. Let me go have some fun. You know. Are you super OCD with your bars? Uh, nah, I used to be. Yeah. I used to be. I, I really I'm did. I'm used to be. I used to like. Now. I, I mean, to... I could hear it. Like, I, I used to rap and shit. But, I don't. Uh, I don't bring that up a lot. But like, yeah. a, a fucking. I could hear when you guys rap that you care very deeply about your words and the words need to be in but, the right place and all that shit. Uh, yeah, it, I've been working on not caring, though. That's just what I've been working on. Like, yeah, that's, that's been my that's whole shit. Is yeah. not caring. Like, but it ain't. Yeah, it ain't necessarily that I give a fuck about like. Each word placement, I just want to make sure that it feel good. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's my yeah. biggest thing. I just I don't even care necessarily if you if you know the words or don't know the words or blah blah blah. I, now knowing the words, I understand as an artist knowing the words help the song go. Right, and you know what I'm saying? That's 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 a big deal. But like every time, it don't matter as long as if because if it feel good, you gonna you gonna fuck with it anyway. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? At the end of the day, we we out here providing a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like what we do. 
what we do is 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 important, but it ain't it ain't you know what I'm saying necessarily the biggest thing in the cosmos. It's just what we do is we 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 act as a, agents of of feelings. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. gonna provide that shit for you. This so that's just a, just another part of nation. Mm-hmm. You know, we we spoke on Atlanta earlier, but I'm interested in like the huge like boom of creativity I mean I feel like it's been going on for like almost a decade now out of Atlanta yeah, but Atlanta is still like, it always kind of flow, ebbs and flows but right now hey, Atlanta man. is really fucking it's, on fire it's been hey, going man. on that for cash about, shit, that cash shit about, started in the 90s bro but that, it's been going on before them though. exactly right. that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying like, you want to really talk about I'm, I'm not saying that they started I'm just saying like that was the 90s that was 20 years ago so right. you could really you know what I'm saying the 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 South's wave has been going strong for a minute, but Atlanta in particular wave has been happening for a while. I know I grew up like when I was well when I was a little kid. The my favorite nigga I, I used to like listen to when I was like little, like maybe maybe between like three to six. Uh-huh. Kilo Ali. Uh-huh. Oh man, if y'all ain't heard Kilo Ali, go listen to some Kilo. He got a little shit on Spotify, but like he had some harder shit that wasn't on Spotify. Yeah, Look, my boy, nigga, <laughs> my nigga, butter that came through with the Kilo, Kilo Ali. Kilo, Kilo, Kilo. Hey, you mad? Hey, bro, I used <laughs> to, I used to, my, cause like my dad and my, <laughs> my, my look, this is how strong Kilo was through the hood, bro. My dad used to bunk Kilo. Yeah, and his mom used to bunk Kilo, oh, bro. Wow. Like so my generational. Gra- my, uh-huh. No, not that he, no, my mom, my grandma was old. Yeah, she old, but that his shit was so motherfucking. A lot of in the night right. that, that she would fuck with that shit. I remember yeah. she used to play that shit for us when we was like she was like like whenever she picked me and my cousins up, she had that she had an Oldsmobile. She stayed off of like off of uh out of Oakland City, off Kenilworth. Mm-hmm. And she got them pull up and play that shit. And all her grandkids just be got that. She used to be, <laughs> that she used to be lit, bro. Like right. it's like Kilo was like, you know what I'm saying? So like we we that Atlanta sound, that 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 wave of like it's a lot of niggas that do shit now that that's really just sound like, you know what I'm saying, Kilo influence, you know what I'm saying? Like right. like us us on a lot of records, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of shit I hear YF and Lucci do. So I'm like, damn, that shit, that shit got that kind of Kilo vibe to it. Damn, that shit fire, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I get it, you know what I'm saying? When I when I hear that shit, it's not, it's not, it ain't to everybody else, it's like, oh damn, these niggas in Atlanta's been killing it for eight years. They ain't even killing it for 10 years. Nah, bro. For real, for real, we was influencing right. everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can hear even like, you can hear some Kilo influence in Nelly, bro, and, if, and, if, and you know what I'm saying? You can hear that shit and like, but like, you can hear like the, we the influence been long standing. Right. But the, but the prominence is like where well, the, that's what where I'm the saying, weight is, is. The influence is definitely long standing and like, you know, I, I'm originally from Alaska and, and Oh shit! Atlanta, that's lit. <laughs> Atlanta rap was oh, like shit. enormous oh, in Alaska and when I was a kid. Um, that's fine. You know, we were we were we were um, listening to soul food nonstop. Uh, that's fine. In Alaska, yeah, he been helping the fried chicken, macaroni Ooh, and cheese. That's like, fine. Like I grew up bro. on that he shit. Took but, it back. but what that's I'm saying, crazy. but what I'm saying is. Uh, it's like there are ebbs and flows of a city's dominance, you know uh-huh. what I mean? And so it, it was like Atlanta for a while, and then it went to Chicago or or whatever. Los mm-hmm. Angeles had its mm-hmm. little moment again, and but now it's like really back to uh-huh. Atlanta. Atlanta and, going and, right. Atlanta's now. Ki- like ruling the charts. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Um, and but there's so much variety that's going on. And I that, look at what what folks like you and Jid, just Spillage Village as a whole, and then like Deontay uh-huh. that I was talking about that are like very bar heavy, and then you have the like crazy outlandish melodic like vo- voices an instrument dudes like mm-hmm. Thug and Rallo and mm-hmm. and um uh just there's so much diversity in and in, in the sounds mm-hmm. like do those scenes ever cross paths in Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 In the strip club, 
at the at the mall, goddamn, hey, and when you when the little underground parties and yeah. shit like in studios, they cross paths. Like it, I done been places at little 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 creative joints, little fashion show. We went to yeah. this one fashion show that was like at the, this underground Atlanta art scene. My nigga, Future was there, front row. You know what I'm saying? Like right. Future though. This yeah. is like. DS2 future You know what I'm saying This is like Really future yeah. After Sierra future Like he, like he's in there yeah. You know what I'm saying Monster like, so it's like yeah, yeah So it's like Niggas really yeah, you be see, there You, you know, know what I'm saying You like, never know who you see that's, that's, And that's bro. the best That's the best thing about the city Like is it, it, it really is Like a big family Big community Like you can see these people Wherever Whenever right. Like it's not like Oh these folks Stay on this side of town right. Or these folks that Only come in these joints You know what I'm saying It's like yo being anywhere, you you can see these folks and they'll say what's up to you and you just be in the right places and, and you be around the people, you're going to see yeah. the people. You Atlanta, know? Right. Atlanta the black LA, because you come out here, you see a bunch of niggas that you ain't expect to see either, you know what I'm right, saying? That's right. what Atlanta does. That's what Atlanta, Atlanta just... A lot of Atlanta folks end up moving out here. Yeah, that's right. true. Now a lot of people are moving, moving out, back to, moving the out to Atlanta. Cause right, because you can't concentrate here. It's and, too much fun. Yeah, and because, you know, a lot of niggas, like, movies is getting shot like a motherfucker in Atlanta. Like, movies and shows and oh, shit. Like, yeah, you can't true. drive, you can't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Without seeing nobody saying some shit up, that's because it's cheaper out there to right. do that Ta- shit. So, tax cuts, like, and, tax cuts mm-hmm. and it's just cheaper because it's Georgia. So like, right. niggas come I remember out there, my mom was telling me that like, right when we got back from school, she was like, "Yo, like the movie industry is about to get crazy." We went to some little, uh, what it is, the the film, um, like the film, what's the word? Premiere for no, not 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 oh. premiere the uh, uh, the Jimmy Hoffa's. What is it? The, oh, the, uh, the Teamsters. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not the Teamsters. What they call the Union. I'm oh, sure. the Union. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> you know yeah, I, I understand. But we just came to a couple of film union, like just like kickbacks or whatever. And I was just yeah. like, like what? What's like film yeah. in Atlanta? You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy. That's so new. But like over the past. Five to six years, like with just the influx, like Tyler Perry Studios, bro, is in our mm-hmm. hood. Like oh, it's in sure. our hood. Right. It's like where we. It's like right down the street from where I went to elementary school. It's right down the street from Greenbrier Mall. So uh. it's like it's in the hood where niggas grew up. So it's like yo, to to see that industry come and be part. Two blocks away from where we went to school, two blocks away from the apartments. Well, you know what I'm saying? Reality like, TV is yeah, out there. Like, it's crazy. Oh, that shit's it's so wild. crazy. That reality TV shit is crazy hey, as fuck, bro. Little, hey. little Women of Atlanta? I, hey, I just watched that shit Damn. for the first time last week with my homegirl, Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. She had me come through and look at that shit. I was not expecting to even see that shit. That is, it's wild. That shit is a whole different. I don't know where the fuck they be at, bro. Right. I don't know, bro. I don't know where no reality show folks be at, bro. Like, they be, uh, they be in them. Like they be in, I don't know. Sometimes, if, if, unless they be at like certain clubs, sometimes you can tell the club they at. But like, they be just, I don't know them restaurants and shit. Them, yeah. I don't know where that shit is. But like, they that reality shit is going crazy. Yeah, no like, shit. What uh, what, what year did you guys get back from college? Is that like around 2010? 2012. 2012. And when you get back to the city, you guys had already released records. Yeah, uh, a yeah, few, a but few like, little it things on. Like it was yeah, just. It was like it was like we just had a band camp that was like almost almost. I'm not gonna say it was. It was this was the intention, but it was almost just for our friends at that point. Like, it right. wasn't like we ain't had no solid management. We ain't have a lot it of things. Yeah. Yeah, we just pushed it out like just camp. for a couple of people to listen to us rap type shit. It wasn't like it was. They was they was they was our that was our efforts at, at, at recording, and that was like our our chances to like ever first go into the studio a couple of times, and, and we ain't had nobody coming in there like, look, I got. Beat for y'all, you know what I'm saying? We had right. end up getting Jack Swain and JB, but like at first it was it wasn't, it wasn't even that. Like my man was doing everything on Your reason, reasons. yeah. So it was like you know what I'm saying. It was like learning and it was like literally autodidactic, like learning while we do the shit, like right. you know what I'm saying, like learning as we went. And we would just put it on the internet because that's what we had access to, you know what I'm saying? Put it on Facebook, put it on Bandcamp. 
couple, you know what I'm saying, people look at it, you know what I'm saying, nah, it wasn't nothing. So uh, we came back from school, we niggas had, you know what I'm saying, niggas had the fire up on them, niggas had the fear. Right, what was like, the mindset when you get back to uh, the city, we, and bro, who were you guys running into at that bro, time? Man, we so, was running into everybody, we was running into all the people who we was in middle school and high school, like, it was yeah. just like, yo, we back. It wasn't even like a we back, because like, I ain't want to just, you know, and screen to the top of the lines, it was like, yo, like, uh, we been doing shit. this shit around niggas who ain't give a fuck for the longest, yeah. so now we finna do this shit around, around people, around, around our, our people, time. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, came, came and we finna fire, not bro. give a fuck, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, fire, bro. We, was, uh, we was really hot. Like, that, we, that's yeah. what we made that shallow grace for toys, like, yeah. when we came back, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Back. Like, like we, we started working with like, Mafia and shit, me and, me and, uh, me and, like, toward the end, like, like I, I, I had already did all my shit to, to earn my credentials from Hampton, but toward the end, I, me, me and Jid and a couple other guys did some, did some bullshit, ended up getting kicked out of school. Oh, you know shit. what I'm saying? Like, whole little thing happened. So we came home. Like, I came home, like, really, like, you know what I'm saying? I had, I, I was still on, I was, the, the, the incident was so fucked up, the trial took over a year. So I came home, I'm still, like, on, like, paperwork and shit. Like, I'm still, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I done went from, I done went from, like, being the first of my, of my brothers to do this shit to, like, now, I'm the nigga, you know what I'm saying? So all my, all my little brothers looking at me like, damn, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You was close. You was about to do this shit. You right. know what I'm saying? You get this close and then got down fuck some shit up. So I came back with that. I'm like, that was just from my, that's, that's from the whole fan. That's from everybody. Like, damn, bro. You get that close and then you just resort to doing some nigga shit. Like, damn, you, you still a nigga. So it's like that, that, I came back with, with, the, with, the, with the heat from that shit. And I was, and so, I, going into shallow grades is the process. I was, I was making sure I was goddamn like hitting up certain, certain niggas to work with. Like, we, we made we made that machete shit like off of that type of vibe like fucking with uh, Chris Fresh and that was like at, at the time like it was so crazy like at the time the whole 808 mafia all them niggas used to be they had this little house off a little, little five, five points. points and it was like, house, like everybody used to go in there place you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, right. so everybody was, used to be in there bitch, bro like just in there making like a little song like it's crazy to see these 808 mafia niggas like huge and rich and famous now because it's like damn so like we so around this time we get back from school these type of niggas we seen around the city I'm seeing the 808 mafia niggas in little five. I'm saying, like, we went to Beer and Tacos the first time Amigos did that shit. Oh, so shit. they young, you know what I'm saying? The only thing that they had at the time was Bando and Versace, for real, for real. Versace hadn't even had, had Drake on it yet. They right. were just them niggas doing that shit. And niggas was still talking. So we, we seeing that shit. I see, I'm, I'm buying weed and shrooms from this nigga McConan. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, like, really? yeah, so it's like. So, you, so then, like, you knew the awful guys too? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Shit, mm-hmm. knew the fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, used to buy weed off uh, Archibald. Oh, yeah. Archibald Slim. I used yeah, to right. actually smoke with that nigga. nigga that was nigga my dog Black for a while. To yeah. a crash on the crib. Oh, that, that nigga Black stayed with us. Uh, uh, almost career. a year stay, His stay record down. is so fucking good uh-huh. He going crazy He's so. about to be He's about to blow he, He's blowing as we right, speak right. He's going crazy right now right. But he used to He stayed in He, stayed, he slept on my mama couch At, no at, at our crib for like Forever like we, had, we had a little house On, on the west side so like, That's we, so cool we, man you bro, got, yeah. And Gia stayed there too Like we yeah. all did You know what I'm saying So like And then you guys Fuck with 2-9 as well Yeah and Like yeah. I said we, we met them niggas Like we met Kirk we met Back Kurt in high school way before, You know what I'm saying We right. met Kirk before Any before. of these Any yeah. of this shit So like we, But we get back at home yeah. And like we seeing All these people That we just knew Around the city That's right. actually working forward right. Not just niggas That just was talking About that shit When we was kids Like these niggas That's actually That we knew said that shit And then they just Took the leap Like yeah. everybody like So it was like You know what I'm saying If Atlanta was a cliff It'd be just like A bunch of people Just flying at the same yeah, time Like niggas right. was just All just going for it Like right. And so we we So we was like We we right back in And we like damn You know what I'm saying We done 
When you, you know, look back on that time, this is just it fucking must feel good. It was some crazy summers, cool, bro. bro. We had like it was it was some crazy summers, bro, back before anybody was really getting anything, right. but everybody was performing at everybody's show. Like we did one show, bro, and the flyers out there somewhere, whoever got that nigga buck through it, I'll never forget. It was us, it was two nine, it was young thug. thug. thug it was uh yeah, it was like thug, right thug when Stone, right when Stoner had dropped, like Stoner was wow. new. Like before you know he got his new teeth? Yes, yes. way before. But <laughs> yes. Stoner was new. That nigga was still he wasn't even dressing his friend, like he still was wearing 10 deep back then. Like that nigga was crazy. Bro. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he wasn't, he, he wasn't like he wasn't even as fresh as he is now. That nigga uh, like he's on, he, he was. I seen him in fashion week today. That nigga went crazy, but like, right. but like they back then, that stone though, he like, was there. Like everybody was, was there. Was there Money know? making neat was there. We performed. Fucking like hella like niggas that's like still working to this day before him. Like wow. I, I, whoever got that flyer, I, got, I need to look at it and see who else I can even remember. I know I was on my. I was that, you got that flyer. It was like spilled milk. It was like in July It was, it was hot like I, yeah. It was a crazy show man I was, ugh, That yeah. whole show was crazy mm-hmm. That was just a crazy night Flow, and I, sweat and flow we, was on some, we was on some rock star shit dripping. that night bro Like that shit was It was, shit but it was, was like wild. It was just The whole city was in that bitch though Like That's so dope Like it was like a big ass party And none of us was really famous yet But everybody was like OT Fucking dub yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying It's yeah. like This shit is fire Right um, now that everybody that you just mentioned is like really putting in work and doing their thing and people yeah. are getting signed, people are like blowing way the fuck up, people yeah. on their way to blowing up. Um, do you ever miss those times of like just the come up, yeah. you know? I, I mean, the come up, the come up happened until you die. But, right. Right. Yeah, I'm about to but say it, like, but, but, right, everybody's still but you on mean the come up. That, but you mean that phase? Yes, yeah. I, do, I do miss that phase when, sometimes. When, when it wasn't so much about business because eventually it becomes about business. Oh no, business, now, it, now it's you know? so solidly business. Yeah. Back then it was a lot it more, was it like, was a lot more like, whatever. you know what I'm saying? It was like, whoever, let's do whoever, this because we love this yeah, shit. Yeah, and like whoever would come to the studio just be on some shit. Like now niggas be specific about who in the When we go to the studio fuck with childish and stuff, sometimes folks still come through we still see folks here yeah, and there yeah. but like it's like there's there's still like hey, these bro. people are here doing their stuff we over here doing our stuff at the end of the day we what, what you don't want to be this, before, you know before you want to be somebody's friend you don't want to be the nigga that's like left behind you know what I'm saying like you don't you want to be the nigga who's like look I'm I'm blazing my path, path over here. Whatever path you blazing, you blazing. But I'm blazing this way, and it's gonna keep blazing. You know what I'm saying? You do right. not want to be the nigga who just didn't keep blazing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at the, at the end of the day, you start you, you, everybody looking at each other blazing, and you got right. that's how that's how it was. With like you know what I'm saying? Like like like. No limit and, and cash money and all that shit. Like them niggas, like they shit got a little more heated. But like I'm just saying, like as far as like like niggas seeing, like look, we all out here and we all gonna keep doing this shit early. And if right. you, and that, and that, not to say we ain't seen some some niggas. Like there's a lot of artists that we thought was gonna be more more into this shit back then. That that's that not right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, burned yeah. out or, or end up doing other cha- right. have just changes with their lives or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever takes niggas to that way. They went that way and like and, and and it's and it's crazy to see each time each like every few every few months or so you see well who's okay cool damn all right cool let let you know what I'm saying let let the Lord keep working let keep doing this shit and you know what I'm saying another one happened mm-hmm. and like you know what I'm saying and, and and like not to say that that the length of career is necessarily the, the amount of success but it is about. Being able to sustain Stick to it You know what I'm stick saying Stick to yeah. it Like Being able to wake maintain. up every day And stick yeah. the fuck to it right. You know what I'm saying Like that's, that's, Nigga been sticking to this shit for years Like Way before Like it's just this shit running the blood So it's like Yo I'm gonna get up I'm gonna do this shit You know what I'm saying Like regardless of anything Any distraction Any outer like Orbiting Whatever was going on around Like it's like yo This is what I was born to do and, and 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 many other things too, you know what I'm saying. So I'm gonna go out, do those things, and I'm gonna draw those things into this. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna stick to this shit, you know. 
Okay, so we're just about to start wrapping it up. So I want to like um, summarize to those that are new to Earth Gang. Just tell me about Spillage Village as a whole. Uh, Spillage Village is a collective of uh, MCs and producers and creative people that just uh, we we started off when we all started hanging up in school up in Virginia. Uh, us and, and JID started it, and then uh, JB's involved. Hollywood JB's producer. He's also a pretty crazy rapper too. If he ever yeah. feel like doing no, that shit, wild. he nah. like a man, he like just a, he like a old, he's he, a crazy he wanna be rapper, Lick yeah. now because he just he just wanna not do that shit and be talented. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, and then gonna find a rich got, English woman. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? But like, we got we got we got. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 a vibe. It's a squad, and it's and it's it's how we started this shit. It's how we it's what we it's how we wrote together them summers that it was really that them summers was what they was. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like all them summers and winters where mm. where where niggas was was on them type of shows where everybody was on it. Like that was us. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so so now everybody like we don't, we don't put out a few projects as a, as a total squad. The bears like two, the bears like this series. If you try and find it, mm. it's bears like this. Great. Bears like this too. Bears like this too much. You know what I'm saying? They 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 they. They kind of exhibit our 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 unification, and you know what I'm saying. Going forward, we just which is crazy and, and our versatility too. Yeah, and our like, versatility. none of them sound the same. I was gonna yeah. say they're they're versatile, but they're also so cohesive. They yeah. sound like crew records. They don't yeah. sound like compilations. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? Like and, they all and that's what we do. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. what we strive for with yeah. each other, man. They sound and, like LPs. So yeah, so like now you know what I'm saying like the the the, the next two things you gonna catch from us you got you know what I'm saying JID got a project on the way it's amazing shout out Jed yeah Jed we love that's, Jed that's, that's my bro and then yeah. uh, Earth Gang got a project coming and it's it's you know what I'm saying it's, it's on OT Dub it's OT Dub this year oh yeah, 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 yeah nice yeah um what's the what is you guys connection with like how J Cole end up on the tape is that the is that just uh, the bro or what Cole Cole reached out to us. When we was he, on the yeah, he, he reached tour. out a little bit before the episode too, like through somebody else. And I remember we was like, "Uh, what?" And we didn't know if that was real or whatever. So we never really even like he. I don't know what that ever was, but there was like a one point where he. Like, I guess he heard said he heard us or something. And right. It was like a thing, but it was like we never really did nothing with that. Huh. But then we was on we tour on, on the soul. Yeah, we was on tour with Soul and Boss, and you know Boss is yeah, Boss from Dreamville, right? Yeah, so um, Boss. Um, you know what I'm saying? We we had already opened for Boss one time in the A. Then we hopped on a tour with them. And that was like, uh, we did that whole tour like on some Yo, grind we, shit. We, like, is, boss, shit. is Boss from Carolina too? Nah, nah Boss from New York. York. He's from Queens. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he a real Queens nigga. Okay. He was like, born in Paris. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Boss is like a superhero. He's Sudanese. <laughs> he, he's so good at rapping. <laughs> bro, he's, bro, he's, he's good at partying, bro. If you never party with that nigga, bro, that nigga turn up. I don't care fuck who the fuck you done been around with. I don't give a fuck who the fuck you been out with, bro. He that nigga harder. there, bro, he like a nigga that just keep the party going, bro. We, that nigga we, was, we was in Montreal on his last tour, and like when we left from the show, Bruh. Nigga had a convoy of like fifty people from nigga, the show. It was we more just than fifty, walked, nigga. I wish I had that video on my phone. It really somewhere. was about a hundred people. Bruh. We walked from, like the, from the people, show bruh. to the from the show to the club. Like everybody just, just like, like niggas, bro. <laughs> it's crazy, That's bro. Like fun. the yelling shit, but, vibing. But to the crazy. club, though, like that shit was not close. Like it was cold. It was Montreal. Like, In Montreal, though, that shit was not like about ten to fifteen blocks. Like walk that shit, partying. Not not no drugs and walk like drunk and stupor, having a great time. That nigga boss be turned. But anyway, we got down. We on the soul line. tour. And this nigga Cole, we in the New York show. Fucking the sound went out. Niggas freestyled and shit. And so when when by the time the sound came back on, they was like, oh, them niggas is kind of fire. 
go upstairs, well, go lead the stage. This nigga, so this somebody come down, hey, yo, y'all want to meet Cole? He's like, nigga, what the fuck? Right. And so we end up going going upstairs. This nigga Cole is, is upstairs in the, in the, in the, with the bitch with the hoodie on. Folding clothes? Yeah, right. He had been that bitch with the hoodie on. And nigga like, hey, uh, yo, hey, yo, that, that shit y'all did when the sign went off, that was real fire, man. That was real, you know what I'm saying? Way to own that shit. Like, you should just kill that shit. So we yeah. got him up, take a little quick snapshot with him. Didn't think much of it. And then uh, the following, and then got back in the car. And yeah, then exactly. Drove the got rest back, of them thirty, thirty exactly. cities. Got back in the car. We ain't even. We weren't we even drove, on the tour bus. We, we, we just we, was in the bro. in the traverse. We hit in fifty a Chevy cities. Traverse, bro. And like we hit fifty cities. Like in, in like fifty days. This nigga bro. did a lot like, of the driving. Bro, this nigga our did manager. damn near ninety nine percent of the driving. Like, like bro, on, through the country, people in the bro. Chevy Traverse around the country, smelling each other farts. We bro. went from we went from damn like just living with that Buffalo, shit. New York. <laughs> the crazy shit was from Buffalo to Pittsburgh, from Pittsburgh to Seattle. We just had to like hit what them the real fuck? quick. That shit, we man. had to hit those real quick. That's so a we, long drive. And then it was a lot of a lot of shows we were just coming in right on our set. We was just hopping out the car. Bro, we right. was coming like, in right jumping on, time, on the bro. stage. Nigga like, hopping on. On stage and the shit they slept in the night, <laughs> the before. night before, like, like just wow. hopping on stage, like damn, we barely on time. We not gonna get to do this shit. Cause we had it, wow. cause we wasn't on no bus, we couldn't we afford like, it. Yo, right, and we, like, we gonna uh, do this shit. We gonna put out. We gonna we gonna do it. Yeah, we're but then shit. like so the following year, the nigga Cole invited us to come up to the crib. Yeah, we came up and uh and, and you know what I'm saying kicked with him, got got to talk with him and shit, and then we end up um going back out on yeah. bus with boss. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Ride too. While, while we was up there, the first first thing we did, the first time we pulled up to the crib, he played a beat and was like, "I right, I need y'all to get on this right now. It's, it's your boys. Welcome to the crib. You, you, you gotta get on this shit to be here." I was like. Hey, I was like, all right, nigga, we'll two shit, we'll play your game. You know what I'm saying? Like, so right. we we get on, we get on the shit, and we and we do the shit, we rap. You know what I'm saying? Bar it up, whatever. Rap, 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 rap on your beat, cool, cool. And that nigga was like, all right, cool, these niggas. You know what I'm saying? But we had already talked and stuff. So yeah. then, like after a while, like over time, we just you know what I'm saying, built a bond with with Cole, with Boss, with this whole little squad over there. Like yeah. they, they 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 real niggas, and they and they 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 thorough, and they buy their business, and they work hard, and that shit is inspirational as fuck. Word. So it's like you got, you got to see people working hard, you got to see people that. Like it's getting to it, you know what I'm saying? No matter what the fuck is going on around them, like they still getting to it. Like it's, it's people like that still getting. It's like yo, all right, cool. Like these niggas feeding their families. Like that's, mm-hmm. that, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck who you who you is. If you ain't doing this shit for that, like niggas out here, you know what I'm saying? Talking about this and that. Wait, you know what I'm saying? Wait, make sure your mama's straight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so that's that's really what, what seeing that shit in so many ways is just like the way they do it is just like all right, cool. Yeah, that shit fine. Right. I think you guys are gonna be um, taking care of your moms for a while. I think uh, everything, yeah. everything is looking up uh, this year. If people want to follow you online, where can they do that? At Earth Gang, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. Search Earth Gang. We there. We Earth there. Gang Earth is one Gang, word, Earth like Gang. watermelon or strawberry. Yes. Capital E, capital G. Capital yep. E, capital G. Earth Gang G. is one word. Don't get it fucked. And then up. you guys have uh, solo Twitters too, yeah? Nah, no. I just got the Earth Gang. Oh, okay. Twitter. I don't even be on that shit like that. There you man. go. Nah. It's like Earth Gang. So stay out those thing. DMs because you don't know if you're gonna get Johnny or Doc. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Earth you Gang. never know. Yeah, you never know. Who's you never doing know. What. Uh, but yeah, uh, guys, if you're listening and you haven't heard Bears Like This too much, for, it was a late release last year, right? Like, yeah, end of the year. Yeah, yeah. Go get it now. One of my faves of the, of the end of the year last year, yeah, which was, was cool. a very hot streak of music it cool. in it general. Really, it was really the only thing we put out last year. We put out our last project. Earth Gang last project was 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. So right. we put that Straight out last year. Just, you know what I'm saying? That was, that was, Is that the one that had Mac Miller on it? Nah, no? that was. Nah, we put something. That was, I think that might have been early in 2015. That was like in January yeah. of 2015. That was That's like the one that I heard EP. about you yeah. guys on. Honestly, yeah, that was a little toy, but EP we put that yeah. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, 
get on Spotify, look for Earth Gang, do whatever you do, wherever you look for music, that's research, where you guys will man. find it. And, yeah. uh, and the new shit on the way. And it's, the it's new exciting. shit is on the way. It's and Jid got new shit on the way too, mm-hmm. they are saying. So be on the lookout. Uh, much love for, to the whole Spillage Village crew. Well, we fuck with you guys heavy. So. That is, I think we did what we came to do. So I'm going to do my pitching now, and you guys are free to get up and stretch or whatever. My name is Lee. Some of you guys might know me as Intuition. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Follow my man, Ben Shim, behind the boards, making the shit sound buttery at I Am Database, based with two S's. You can follow us as a unit at Kinda Neat. And you can go to kindaneat.net, where we have recently relaunched the website, and it looks so beautiful and presentable compared to how it has looked for the last three years. So go do that. And remember, if you are are a weekly listener, please go to patreon.com slash kind of neat. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash kind of neat and pledge $1 per episode. That's about $4 per month. That's $10 less than you pay for HBO Go every month. And you know that that shit ain't worth it because they barely ever put boxing matches up and it's always just new episodes of girls. So who gives a fuck? Spend some money on kind of neat by going to patreon that's only if you're a weekly listener if this is your first episode don't worry about it stick around hear some more and then decide um i think you can go to youtube.com slash kind of neat where you're going to see earth gang perform some fire tonight uh other than that i think that was it um my name is lee that was earth gang and this was kind of neat 